Hello, hello, this is Tracy Harrell, and welcome to Bigger Than Me. Each week, we focus on how to achieve your definition of success and happiness. On Bigger Than Me, we bring together a combination of ageless wisdom, the latest research, and engaging interviews with amazing people who are sharing their stories to help each of us achieve our full potential. Your journey to transformation begins right now. Let's do this. All right, ladies, let's do this. All right, oh. let's do this. <laughs> I am so excited. Dr. Tar, I'm really excited every week to bring this show to people because we are literally, I'm living my best life, first of all. I'm doing exactly what I was meant to do, but we're helping people each day with this show, Bigger Than Me. Guess what? It's all bigger than me. Amen, it's bigger than us. It's bigger than us. And what I love about this show is, we were showing at the beginning of the show, we talk about our mission and our vision, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that meant something to me really significant over the last few years as we've been doing this show and writing books and, and trying to change the world. But now during the time of COVID-19, it yeah. means even more. It's like I was on divine assignment to be prepared for this particular moment, right? Like I was on divine yeah. assignment to help people live their best lives. I bring on people like you all, and we talk about mental health and physical health and wellness and thinking differently and using your mind for, for to manifest the life that you want. We talk yeah. about the science and the, and the spiritual and, and everything in between. Mm-hmm. It's yes. very exciting. It's very exciting. So I want to introduce my two guests. First, Dr. Jerry Bird-Tart, can you introduce yourself? Tell us who you are okay. and tell us if you don't mind. Say one thing as you talk about who you are. Tell us about this concept of making choices okay. that you, each of us can own to okay. achieve a better life. I love that, uh, Tracy. I love that you said that because choice is one of my favorite words. But um, I'm Jerry Birch-Tart. I'm a licensed mental health therapist, but I'm a psychotherapist in the Orlando area. I've been in the realm of psychology mm, seemingly forever, but I've been in private practice for the last 22 years. Um, prior to then, I worked in other areas, but I was still using the, the, the concept of uh, psychology. I um, love the word choice because one, I truly believe that God created us with free will. And as a result of that, one of the, one of the masterful tools, if you wanna call it that, that we have is our choice. Unfortunately, um, all too often we forget that or we've never been taught to believe that we have had choice. So in my practice, one of the things that I try to encourage all of my clients to understand is that we still have choice. And with choice from that, we can formulate, we can formulate whatever it is that we're looking for and we, we create ways of, of finding it. I truly also believe that God has given us at least one talent. I truly believe mm. that. And from that, we can use that talent to become that fully, I mean, I truly mean that, that fully successful. And our success may look different, but that fully successful in, individual that God has intended 
for his purpose. And I think that we have to get to that point to understand how we can stretch choice and begin to use those uh, tools and recognize the significance of them. I love it. That's what this show is all about, right? We talk about, as you know, the first the first uh, show that, that I did as a part of this process was called Our Journey, Our Dreams, the art and science of being aware and getting there. The yes. art and the science, the research, the technical, but also, you know, what are real people doing? Mm-hmm. And today we have one of my favorite real people on the phone, on the call, Miss Amelia Jackson. Can you introduce you? Can you introduce yourself? Tell us where you're calling from, and then Amelia. When you think about the science of choice and choosing, one of the one of the elements that you and I talked about was this, this concept of faith. When I say you look around and, and you're, we're all in the middle of a pandemic, but this could also be the best time of our lives. So I'm going to ask you, introduce yourself, tell us where you're from, and then flow into this concept of faith and why that's so important in your life. Yes, absolutely, Tracy. Number one, thank you for uh, having me on the show. Um, I am honored to be here. Once again, everyone, my name is Amelia Jackson. I am the Chicago chapter president of the National Black MBA Association. And I am a fellow chapter president with Tracy of the Seattle chapter. (laughs) Right out here in Chicago, Chi-Town all the way. Uh, And I am also uh, a business services representative with an organization called Employment Employer Services. And what that means is I what I do every day, all day is business development and talent acquisition because I work in partnership with the workforce, um, the Cook County Workforce Partnership here in Illinois. So I am honored to be here um, to talk about um, faith and especially in this time, in this pandemic. Uh, I love how you phrased the question, especially to Dr. Tardy in regards to um, choice. Um, what I choose to do is have joy. I choose joy in this. I, I, I choose joy because if I don't, then I'm going to need Dr. Tart. <laughs> um, I thrive on God. I thrive on the sun. I'm a bubbly person. I'm a, a, a morning person. I'm a day person. I'm a person that likes to experience new things and uh, new horizons. And so um, because I want to experience joy and because I, uh, I want to experience new things, especially in this pandemic, I have the faith to push past whatever this is, thing that we are in. That is my faith. Faith, according to the word of God, is the uh, substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things unseen. Now, what does that mean to someone who may not believe in God or who does not, or who's experienced um, COVID-19 and the ramifications of it? What, what does that mean to someone who has had the devastating blow of losing a loved one or experiencing themselves and they lose that faith and they lose that belief in God? What that means is it goes beyond you. What it means is you have to say, you know what? Have you done all stand? God, I put everything into your hands. I am believing and I am choosing 
to stand out on faith. I'm believing that I'm going to come out of this. I'm going to believe that my family members will be covered by your blood and that my family members will not experience this. And we will, we will especially um, come out of this on top and we'll be able to meet again and uh, not necessarily in a heavenly realm, but right here, here on earth because there is a bigger work for us to do. Dr. Tart, did you hear what she just said? Yes, there I did. Big, listen, there is a bigger work. That's right. That's bigger go. work. And if you believe that there is a bigger work for you to do and you stay in that faith, it, that kind of manifests in you. That manifests in you mentally. That manifests in you um, uh, physically. That manifests in you um, spiritually. And when that manifests in you, you know, sickness kind of goes in the opposite direction. Yes. You because you're now putting out in the atmosphere, no, you can't have me. I have something bigger and better to do. God has, has something, you know, um, what is it? Guys have not seen, ears have not heard what the Lord has in store for us. And I believe he has more in store for me. And because of that, I'm standing out on faith. I'm choosing faith to push past everything. I love that. I, first of all, I love that. And, and what people might think, you know, as we go through this show, they're going to think that we planned everything out. We did. <laughs> no, this show is very didn't. intentional and organic. It's very intentional in that I'm like, hey, you know, I want to talk about divine connections, divine manifestations. We talk about some topics and some information. I know I love you. I've spoken to you before. I know you're someone I've, you know, wanted to bring on the show into the show previously, but you just, you just nailed it. Mm-hmm. Faith to push past push mm-hmm. past what you see. Dr. Todd, we talk about this all the time. This is so important. Faith mm-hmm. to push past and to believe that yes. things are going to work yes. out. Yes. It's going to work out. I was actually, um, first of all, I, I'm grateful for both of you. Let me just say that again. But I am 100% confident that everything that happens to me in life is going to work out for my good. Mm-hmm. And I think we all have that in common. And there's something about that. I think, I think when you think about, um, there, there's several books that I have here with me. One book is totally, I would say it's not very spiritual, um, but it's called The Secret. Secret, Pretty old, right? It's it's been around for a while. Oprah Winfrey had it on her show for a while. And it talks about the law of attraction. And it's Mm -hmm. basically what we believe we Mm -hmm. will receive, right? I mean, that's somewhat biblical too. But, you know, I like to say that the show is, is, is pragmatic in the sense that we do focus on the science. There's the spiritual aspect as well. But even if you don't believe in a higher power, you can't believe that the universe the universe is going to orchestrate to work things out for your good. And that's what Amelia just talked about, orchestrating things for your good. Assuming it's going to work out. Dr. Tar, am I wrong? Yes. I think that there are two, with that being said, that thing that one of the reasons I believe that because is that energy that we, that we emote, that, that right. thought, that thought becomes energy or that thought is energy. So that thing that we're focused on. So if it is that we are overwhelmed or we can't see um, we, we can't see the light at the end of the tunnel or whatever because of the devastations or whatever. The fear factor then becomes the primary the thing. But if it, there is that this belief of this is, I want it to be different. Uh, you said something, Tracy, a moment ago. What if you don't believe in God? Then what do you do? Whatever it is that you're focus, focusing on will grow. If we are focusing on the fact that we think that this is going to be um, uh, negative or whatever, then what we're going to see more often than not is the negativity of the situation. 
No, all we've got is this moment. So if we see it from a positive, positive perspective and we're working towards, we lean towards that energy. It's just like this plant by this light when um, it leans towards the light, if that's what it is that you want. But if not, you're going to find yourself overwhelmed and, and, and um, uh, taken, taken aback as a result of this devastating dynamic that we are now experiencing. So when you, uh, Tracy, when you were talking about the manifestations and uh, Amelia, Amelia, I'm sorry, I, I see how the individuals who have lost seemingly, they're saying they've lost so much. I've lost my job. I've lost a loved one. I've lost the familiarity of my world. I've lost my, um, I've, I've lost my routine. What do I have to live for? I've lost my health. If it is that they're struggling with um, the virus itself, what then do I have to hope for? Um, how can I see beyond that? There's something that's worth living. So everybody, I think that every, uh, every person generally has that, but sometimes we tend to lose it because we become overwhelmed with this sense of hopelessness. So as a clinician, right? So let's just say that person is presented. I'm dealing with that individual. It's like that one little thing. Give me one thing, one thing that you still believe in. Just one thing. Mm. Do you believe that you can take the next breath and it's not so hard? And I'm not trying to be Pollyanna or, or whatever. I'm just saying, is that one thing that you can hold on to? What is that? Because we have faith in something. We all do. We have faith in something. So what is that? Can you hold on to it and see that that is a part of the manifestation that we're talking about? Because that's faith. If you believe in something, that's faith. So we call it the laws of the universe. One of my favorite books, Deepak Chopra, I'm inviting you to join us right now. I have a crush on Deepak. One of my favorite books is called The Seven Laws of Spiritual Success. And he talks about these various laws. And one of them, you know, to, to your point, there's just certain laws of gravity, right? We can all believe that when you throw up an apple, it's going to come down. There's just certain yeah. things that are facts. So when you think about this concept of this book that I was talking about, The, the Secret, they talk about the law of attraction, right? Mm -hmm. And you, basically, are the most powerful magnet in the universe. We talk about the frequency that we put out. Right. Mm -hmm. The frequency that we put out is what we get back. I love this. It goes on to basically say three simple words. The principle of the law of attraction is thoughts become things. So when you say think about what you're thinking about. Yes. Mm -hmm. Think about what you're thinking about. Mm -hmm. Make sure you're not spending most of your time focusing on what you don't have. But I'm going to use the word gratitude and tell me about gratitude. Amelia, how important is gratitude to you? Gratitude is huge. See, why, why, why is it huge? What is it and why, why, why does it matter? Why does being grateful matter? Because when you articulate what you're thankful for, you start to realize what you actually have, what you're blessed with, you know? Then you start to, when we're talking about um, putting things in the atmosphere and laws of attraction, then you start to say, okay, wait a minute. I'm thankful to be alive. I am alive. I'm thankful to be able to talk and to see and to hear and to walk and to move my hands and to move my feet, to jump up and down to work out. I'm thankful for the job that I still have. It may not be exactly where I want to be, but I'm thankful that I can pay my bills. 
in a certain situation, when you start saying, I'm thankful, I'm thankful, I'm thankful, then things start to happen for you. More things start to happen. Who He who is given much, much is required. So if you're thankful for the little things, the bigger things are going to start to happen and manifest in your life. And you start to, you start to realize what you have. And, uh, and when you realize how thankful you are and how much you have, you're like, wait a minute. Okay. I can get through this thing. Right. I can get through this thing because there is something that's happening that's bigger than me. God has blessed me with these opportunities. God has blessed me with these, these different resources and tools. So why am I depressed or why am right. I a certain way? I love that. I, I love that. I, I love it more than, than you know, because First of all, we thought to become things. Yes, absolutely. It lies with this concept of choice. So we yes. choose our thoughts. I got to bring that to bring that, you know, draw, draw a connection to what we, how we started this conversation. Dr. Tar talked about how important it is for us to choose. And we basically said thoughts become things. So now we're going to come full circle and say, choose your thoughts. Mm -hmm. right. Choose what you meditate on. Right? We talked about divine manifestation. And we're also going to talk about the power of prayer. And again, even if you don't believe, Right, there's some concept, there's a subconscious. We'll talk about the research that comes along with what you think you can absolutely achieve. You can absolutely make it come to pass. It's, research has proven that what we meditate on, mm -hmm. right, whatever we focus on will come to pass, right? You have a, basically we filter out the stuff that we don't want to see. So basically, even if, Dr. Tart, stay with me here. Yes. Even if, even if, You've lost your job. Yeah. Even if, what if you're getting unemployment? Man, I'm on yeah. unemployment. Can you believe it? Mm. What? Mm. You're on unemployment. There's a check. So it's like, what are you going to manifest? Manifest. What are you going to manifest? What are you going to focus on? That you lost your job, but that you're on on unemployment, right? Are you in the street, or do you still have a roof over your head and there's a a, yeah. a, a, a moratorium yeah. that you can't be evicted from your homes anyway? So like, right. what are the things that you can focus on? What are those things that you can? Elevate, where can you focus your thoughts? That's what the, to this show is really about. Again, it, helping people to achieve their dreams. It's not about telling you to do a thing. It's about breaking it down to say, how do you do it? And I know one of the, one of the things we have in common is we all have this book. Yes. <laughs> we all have, this is one of my favorite books. It's called Jesus is Calling. Jesus Calling, Jesus Calling by Sarah Young. And, and we didn't plan to talk about this book. It just so happened. I said I was going to talk about it. And, and what did you say, Dr. Tar? I got that. And I got that. You said, Mine is I got that. <laughs> yeah, so we've all got this. We've I all gave got it. Away, but I know the book. I know the one you're talking about. And the messages are very strong. Tracy, I just have to uh, tell you this. You just talked about the choice and uh, thinking about what you're thinking about and seeing it manifest itself or whatever. Even when, uh, even when the times are like it, like they are right now. One of, I think the fact that there's a, a familiar thing, a routine, you know, that has been disrupted. So if you said like, oh, well, I had this job and I was making this kind of money, but right now I'm, I'm getting unemployment. Did God not bless you? Is there a blessing? Whether you choose to, whether you choose to say that that was God's blessing, that's a blessing. That's, that goes to what Amelia is saying. And what you just said is in terms of thinking about what you're thinking about. When we are dealing with helping individuals to maintain their sanity, and there are individuals that are so frightened in these days and times with this circumstance where anxiety is off the chart. 
but in, in a logical, rational, simple way of trying to bring them down, we talk about, think about what you've got right there in front of you. It may look so very different. And yesterday, a month ago, two months ago, or whatever, it may have looked like that. And you were on this track of, of, of you know, going up the ladder or whatever, and now it's this. But what has the this, what has this pandemic brought home to roost for you right now? What is it that you're choosing to focus on? You know, right? you know what I love? Yeah, so what I love about you and what I love about this conversation is um, Debrina Jackson Gandhi, I had her on my, as a guest on my show uh, last Sunday. Mm -hmm. And this past Saturday, um, I, I participated in, in another mini workshop that she had this past Saturday. The Saturday before last, she started with a, a mini workshop and the topic was reconnect. And she was okay. basically saying, no, sorry, sorry. The first session was reset, mm -hmm. reset. So the yeah. conversation was, how do we use what's happening right now in the world? How do we use this to reset, to take a pause, to step away from that? you know, that routine that we had established and look for something new and look for something different. So what I think is most exciting is that we do, we have an opportunity now to reset. Absolutely. And the, the session that she just shared was called, this past Saturday, we had another mini retreat and the topic was reconnect. And mm -hmm. and they also talked about these divine manifestations and it was her and um, Debrina and then um, she had her, her, someone that she's known for 27 years on the show as well. And um, they talked about the power of prayer. So, yes. you know, I know you're a, you're, you're, you're a PhD, you got your, your, your psychologist, you, you, you put people on the couch on a regular basis, but you also are a praying woman and you believe that there's power in prayer. Absolutely. There's power in prayer. So I'm going to read something from this book and see if I can yes. to get you excited. Okay. This is, so Jesus Calling is basically, it has, you know, each, each day, it's like just one little message for each day. So it starts with, this is going back to February 5th. But it says, so, and I went through the book several times. I have a couple of versions of these I've given away. But I actually write, it's not about what they say. What I really get excited about is when something or some book that I've read tells you how to do it. It's not what to do. It's not about knowing what to do. It's about knowing how to do it, right? Mm -hmm. How are you going to turn a thing into, how are you going to materialize? How are you going to close the gap between knowing it and doing it? Because it's when you do it that you actually mm -hmm. are able to drive a change in your life. So we're talking today about people who might not be living their best what appears to be the best life, but we're also saying you have a chance to pause and reset. You can choose to use this time to reset, to reconnect with your divine higher spirits, reconnect with yourself. How, how often do you get time to just pause? What if this happens and you don't, you know, what if this has happened and you don't use the time to your optimal experience, right? To your yeah. optimal benefit, experience something new and get to the next level. She talks about vibrating at a higher level. So that's what we're, that's what we're doing today. So seek my face and you will find not only my presence, but also my peace. Yes. yes. Ask my spirit within you to order your day and control your thoughts. For the mind controlled by the spirit is life and peace. It mm. goes on to say, you can have as much of me and my peace as you want through thousands of correct choices every day. I am ever present help yes. in the times of trouble. Amen. Right on. Hello. Right on. Right on. <laughs> Come on now. I'm going to give you that that one to you because I've got something to say and I don't want to hog the, the, the microphone all the time. Thousands of correct choices. Mm -hmm. It really is about the spirit. No, please respond, Dr. Tart. Okay. Either of you. Either of you. Amelia, go ahead. 
No, I actually want to hear what you have to say. I'm excited what you have to say. <laughs> but I, I didn't want to hog it, but it, that is so, Don't hold back. Okay. That is so on point. Yesterday, I did uh, a ladies' Bible class and it was on, oh, oh Lord, order our steps, order, number our days, help us to number our days. And I thought, how on point is that? How on time is that? Help us to order our days to the point that you just read uh, Tracy in terms of look at look at the template. Go go there, step, uh, 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 Tracy. Look at the outline that in that you just written that little um, uh, statement that you just read. Look at the outline that is already given. God has already told us to pray to come to Him. He we aren't alone. Sometimes we truly feel that it's alone, and even though. Um, Sarah, uh, who wrote that, or contributed to writing that, she's taking his words that were already given us. If we go to him, we, if we, can, we can ruminate, we can ruminate over an issue over and over and over again, and we aren't going to sleep. It's just going to exacerbate the anxiety. You know, we're going to feel irritated and angry, or, or we're going to lose weight because we won't eat or gain weight because we eat too much. Is that what you're looking for? Is this the only thing that you can find to do as a result of being quarantined or being in on lockdown? Or, or just as you said a moment ago, Trace, do you choose, do you choose, do you choose to call in the family? Do you choose to say, what is it that we can do different? Let's be practical here, Trace. So to your point, let's do, let's, let's make a plan. What is it that we can do? We can't go out and do whatever it is that we, we normally would do. But how can we make this the best? You talk about the best life. How can we make this moment? How can we make this day our best life? What do we choose to do? We can, there's so many negative things that we can hold on to. We can be so angry with our, our partners. We can be uh, upset with our children. The dynamics are real. Can we just call it? Can we just say, this is just not comfortable to me because this is not what I'm comfortable, this is not what I'm used to doing, but what I'm choosing to do, it's a conscious choice. We, we've got some skin in the game, as it were. I'm making this conscious choice because I want it to look different. So let me tell you my story. This is the way that I want it to look, Johnny. This is the way, Johnny, so you tell me the way you want it to look. Fred, tell me the way you want it to look. Susan, tell me the way that you, when you talk about collaborative efforts, that's a family collaborative effort right here, right now. We don't have to be uh, just, frustrated because the circumstance is as it is. Okay. Take a pause and ask yourself, what am, I, what am I feeding my mind? Do I truly want what I say that I want? Do I want what I've asked God for? Or am I expecting him to just send a bolt and it's gonna be just like that? Am I going to put forth an effort to make it come to fruition? Because he says that I've got that power if I pray and I ask him and it's within his will, he'll provide. Do we trust that? There's this book by Gottman that's called The Power, the Science of Trust, and I love it. It's really about relationships, but he talks about what are you leaning into, right? And he has this concept of a rock and an egg, okay? Talk about uh, polar opposites. Right, so exactly. Do we, choose, do we choose to take that rock and break the egg and, have, and it has absolutely no benefit, or do we choose to take the fragile... The, the, the fragile concepts of the egg and decide that we can create a newness, that we, choose, we are truly choosing to create a newness because God has created us with choice. He's given us an opportunity to use that. When we feel as if, or we believe as if we have nothing else, he's given, he's not taking that away. He's not taking away the power of choice. He says that I will never leave you. Do you choose to believe that? 
You said something about the universe. You speak it into the universe and it comes to fruition. Well, who do you think that created the universe? You know what I'm saying? I don't want to go there, but my you point, go there. <laughs> my point here right. is that if this is, you may not, you, you, you aren't calling it what I call it necessarily, but that doesn't negate God's power simply because you choose to call it something else. That, that, that doesn't take away who God is and it doesn't make him any less great, great than, than who he is. Because he says that I am Alpha and Omega. This isn't new to him. So when we are looking at, you know how we like to go to um, the authentic, we, 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 we buy things that are, we say that they are absolutely authentic. People pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for authenticity or whatever. Well, let's yeah. go to the, to the uh, author of our faith, as it were. Let's go to, to, the, to, the, the, to the creator of it all. And the psychology behind that is something that I, I started this earlier with you, uh, Tracy, and I was talking about people who may have seriously serious mental health is issues. And that's a, a horse of a different color to some extent, but there are some things that are right there. And that is that power of choice. God mm. didn't discriminate in that regard. That's what I, I love. Mean. It. I love it. One of the things you said as we were talking earlier, you mentioned you, you are focused on mental health. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned that you were on a you you read an article recently yes about mental health and how a number of people might be escalating to a point of mm -hmm. suicide yes. feeling suicidal we don't mm -hmm. want that part of the reason for this show is to basically give people other options to, mm -hmm. to bring on people who are able to have conversations to really share that there is a choice that you get to decide how you live your life. You get to decide how you experience the thing, right? I mean, we talked about this before, but if someone runs you over, you know, runs a light, right, and almost runs you over, you get to decide if it's gonna piss you off for the rest of the day, or if you're gonna, you know, pause and say, you know, I, maybe they're rushing off to the hospital. Mm -hmm. I hope they're okay. And yes. then you move on with your day, right? Yes. These are choices I'm that we sure. make, infinite choices that we make each and every day. And mm -hmm. So we talk about how to do a thing and, and what to do. Mm -hmm. what, what I loved about the sessions between um, Debrina and um, Lord, the lady's name escapes me. <laughs> what is her name? Debrina and I, I'm going to say it, Delena Elliott. Debrina and Delena Elliott. You can look them both up. It's Debrina Jackson Gandy and Delena Elliott. And I had to say her name because I'm about to quote her and I like give people credit <laughs> for what they <laughs> I didn't give people credit for the lessons learned, okay? So the later Elliot, so they had several le le layers of this conversation. Uh, they talked about reconnecting the first half of the day, and then uh, Delena was focused on this concept of manifestations. And what she said is, the power to create is innate. Mm. All right. Innate, all right. Meaning we all have it. We and all have it. We were born with it. Yes. The power to yes. create is innate. Like we get to choose. You got the power of speech. You got the power of, right? We, we have the power to decide what choices we make in life. And so now yes. we're saying, choose your thoughts. Yes, ma'am. Is that- um, Just add to that. Um, yes, ma'am. As Dr. Tart was speaking, um, some things just came to mind. Uh, one of the things that we are forced to do during this quarantine is to think. Mm. And creative and to be innovative. Mm -hmm. Right now, businesses are in a position where they're going to have to be innovative, especially in the retail industries. Mm -hmm. They're going to have to figure out ways to stay in business. 
it's forcing a, a hand of if if I don't do this, I will not survive. Mm -hmm. So this is about the survival of the fittest. If you are not in the position where you are can say, listen, I got to do this or it, that's it for me. Mm -hmm. This is where we are. Businesses and people are in, are in divine um, position to create and manifest things in their lives that they probably would not have thought about had this not happened. Absolutely. Right, because we're asking asking people to be comfortable being uncomfortable. This yeah. is like the new normal. Yeah. Yeah. We talk about that all the time. Be comfortable being uncomfortable. So basically, you know, at the end of the day, you get a chance to reset, to redesign who you are and what you're doing. That's mm -hmm. how you started out by talking about us choosing things, yes. choosing, right? Mm -hmm. Choosing what we want to do, choosing who we are. Yes. This is a chance to, to yeah. Amelia's point choosing who y'all and what we're doing. Mm -hmm. I think that that is so on point because how many times, how many times have we said, I am so busy, man, I wish I could take a vacation. I need a vacation from my vacation, man, I'm working. I mean, I'm working like a one-armed clothes hanger or whatever. If ever there was a time to reset, this is the time. But sometimes when we get what we've been asking for, then we decide that we don't want what we, what mm. we, we wanted it to be different, you know? Yeah, God, I, I asked you for that, but I really wanted to help you out because I wanted it to be green. I wanted it to be purple or whatever. But the reality right. here is, are we willing to just woosah, take a woosah moment and revisit, revisit where we're going and what's happening? If you're in um, this situation, like is this thought that you have, the things that you're focusing on or thinking about, are they noble? Are they reputable? Or is it that you're constantly trying to undercut? You know, sometimes this, I, I seriously think that these circumstances will help us to revisit and talk about our moral character. You know, if we could just kind of turn it there to the point that you just made, Amelia, as it relates to how businesses have been so creative. I mean, they really have been. They have, you, you see people doing altruistic deeds all over, give God the praise, really. That's yes. fantastic. This is this is this pandemic. This word, the way that we were using it and throwing it around. Yeah, we've probably used it more now than we've ever used it before. But the point that I'm trying to make is that when there have been other crises, even in the United States, and whether other countries have had crises or not, there's been a a, a step up to being uh, more. What is the word? I'm altruistic. I can't think of another one since I just said that one. But the point that I'm trying to make is the tools are there. The tools are there. We have the tools. Can we sit down? Can we rest a minute? Give ourselves permission to believe that it can be different. How often, think about it. How often do we say, yeah, but? How mm -hmm. often do we say, I can't? How often do we say, but she has or he has and I don't? How often do we say that? Louise Hay in her book says, "Loving the book called Love Yourself, Heal Your Life. She says 80% of the messages that we send ourselves are negative messages. Now, mm -hmm. I can't prove her, her, her um, statistics, but I'm gonna run with that, okay? Cause she said, <laughs> all right, so in running with that, if we recognize that we find ourselves constantly thinking about the negative things, and so often when we do, we find ourselves in some miserable point or whatever, what if, just what if we turn that around and say, I want 
if, the, if something has to be negative, it's 20% of my day rather than 80% of my day, okay? What if I make a conscious decision as I wake in the morning? God gives me permission to wake in the morning. Before my feet hit the floor, I thank him, I pray to him, and I ask him, what can I do today that's positive for your purpose? How can I do this differently? Yes. I won't get up and go in there and, 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 and yell at Johnny because he's not out of bed or Susan because she left the dishes uh, last evening and, and, and didn't wash them or whatever, or, or my spouse because he didn't bring something in from the car or he's deciding to go outside and do something that I didn't want him to do. Am I going to try to control or manage everybody else or am I going to give them permission, give them permission to mm. use their voices? Just as I'm now taking permission to use my choice, we are all human beings. So if you are saying that I have the right to ask, do I not say to you that you have the right to ask? There you go. Dr. Charles, you know you just said something, right? You know you just you just saved some marriages. Let's pause and recount. Amelia, <laughs> Amelia, did you hear what she said? <laughs> did you? Well, pray hey, about give, 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 give them. Not on faith. <laughs> and I'm gonna get through this pandemic so I can have uh, a husband and children so that <laughs> in general as it relates to conversation as it relates to relationships in general, mm -hmm. giving other people in your life permission to make choices that may differ from yours. Right yeah. now we are in much closer proximity, We're spending a lot more time with our children, Absolutely. with our with our significant others. I'm putting that in air quotes, right? Whoever that person might be in your home, whether it's you know whatever the case may be we are now actually you know spending more time with that person probably in the last couple of months than we have in a few years because we typically are all so on the go that we really don't take time take this kind of time to be just in close proximity with those people that we love the most mm -hmm. and i'm saying love the most because you know that's what we say right we're in relationships they're family you know so are you complaining that your kids are are, are home or are you can you reframe your thinking? Can you choose to celebrate the fact that, you know, that they are, that you get to spend that time with them? Can you choose now, you know, yeah. that we get to, you know, your husband, you guys have spent a lot more time together. Maybe he's getting on your last nerve. That's what we say in the South. But what if you gave him permission? Like she said, like Dr. Tart just said, what if you gave that person permission to, yeah. to make choices that are different than yours? I can tell you that's a journey that I've been on. And for me, it has absolutely changed so much. I'm still on the journey, but it really changes things. I admit that I got a little bit of control freak in me, just a little bit. And I've been working on that over the last year. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm excited that I'm a lot more um, pacified, uh, controlled. I, I actually spent a lot of time, I'm gonna go back to Jesus's calling. I spent a lot of time in this, this line item. It says, trust me by relinquishing control into my hands. Mm -hmm. When you bring me prayer requests, lay out your concerns before me, speak to me candidly, mm -hmm. pour out your heart, then thank me for the answers okay. that I have set into motion long before you can even discern the results. Absolutely. Continue to thank me for the answers that are on the way, mm -hmm. meaning it hasn't shown up yet. Yes. Thank me for the answers that are on the way. These are choices that we make, choices that we make, right? That's about faith. You talked about faith earlier, Amelia. Come on now. When you thank me for how I am answering your prayers, your mindset becomes so much more positive. Yes. Thankful prayers yes. keep you focused on my presence 
and my promises. Mm -hmm. Amelia, you said earlier that you talked about faith. You talked about prayer. You talked about choices that you were making. We're going to talk real quick. I'm going to slip it in here in the middle. We're going to talk about an event that you okay. have decided to move forward. And I don't know if I can get um, Nathan to get ready to pull up that flyer for us. But I'm going to have you talk about an event that you orchestrated. You now have eight chapters, 10 chapters or so working together on an event for the National Black MBA Association, an organization that we're both presidents of. I'm president of the Seattle chapter. You're president of Chicago. Chicago. And this event is called the Power Hour of Prayer. Mm. Okay. The Power Hour of Prayer. We're doing it during the week, during the work week, intentionally, because we're mm -hmm. asking people to set aside. Tell us about the event, but also tell us how you intentionally made a choice that, you know what, I'm going to do this. And we're a professional organization. The National Black MBA Association is a professional organization. Yes. I don't think we've had any prayer hours nationally no. prior no, to that. knowledge. So tell us about how, how you were able to make a choice. You had something that was inside of you and you decided to follow suit. Tell us about that. Why was uh, that important? We were getting to a point within the pandemic and you're watching the news and I was constantly watching the news and I was constantly watching the news and my mental psyche started to waver. My spiritual psyche started to waver. Um, and Almost as if I cried out to God and, and it's was, it was like, okay, what is it that you want me to do? Okay, let me not be selfish here because I am healthy. My family's healthy. Uh, my friends are healthy. My organizations, my, um, uh, the, the, my job, my coworkers, everybody, they're healthy. God, okay, get this negativity out of my mind. What is it that we need to do to change this situation. And I believe Holy Spirit placed on my heart to go um, not only to my, because I, I did it with my church as well, uh, Valley Kingdom Ministries, uh, Valley Kingdom International Ministries in Oak Forest, Illinois, um, and reach out to my pastor, Apostle H. Daniel Wilson, um, and through some channels to get to him um, saying, hey, let's do a fast. We need to do a fast. If any time we need to do a fast, now is the time to do that fast. Um, you end up doing a fast and something said, keep going, keep going. And so it was placed on my heart to reach out to the president and CEO of the National Black MBA Association and the chapter presidents to say, hey, would you be open to doing a national day of prayer where we take on an initiative to help um, make sure that the uh, uh, the manifestations of healing and deliverance and you know being uh, uh, comforting in time of grief and getting that peace of mind and getting that joy we, we can kind of orchestrate that as an organization through the power of prayer and so um, the answer to that was yes we'll support it but we want the chapters to lead it and so it was brought to the chapters. We developed a committee. We've been working on this. We're still working on this to make sure that on May 1st, it comes out um, uh, where we are praying and we're praying over topics that are of really of relevance and importance to the, um, to the nation and to the global community. Yes, you know? I love it. He's, he's showing the, he's showing the, um, 
He's showing the flyer right now, Amelia. Yes, you can see it. What I love about that is I'm looking for my um, person. Um, what I love about this, tell us a little bit about the the, the topics that we're going to discuss. Yeah, so it is outlined here in front of you. You have your frontline and essential workers, your local and national and global communities, COVID-19 patients and survivors, family and friends, education systems and our economy, government, senior citizens, and those who are most vulnerable, our physical and mental and spiritual wellness, what we've been talking about on this particular webinar on today. All of these topics are what's right now important. What is uh, going, we're covering the, the areas and the systems and the institutions that are being most affected by COVID-19 and the coronavirus. And we wanna make sure that we're praying over these things so that we are covered. And so the global community is covered to the power of God and ultimately the uh, uh, the power of, you know, I, I'm a Christian, I believe in Jesus Christ, you know, so we are covered by the blood, you know, and so I, I am excited to work with our various chapters. As you can see here, we got St. Louis, we got Detroit, of course, Chicago, we got uh, St. Louis in the house, we have Seattle, we have say New Jersey, we have New York, we have South Florida, we have New Orleans. From coast to coast, we have org, uh, organizations or various chapters that are participating in this to, to, to help bring about a change and a difference. The power, there's power in prayer. That's Amen. why our hour of prayer, there is power in prayer. If my people, which are called by my name, will just humble them. And pray. I keep saying that because what people don't understand is that in the word of God, there are answers. This is this plague is nothing. Well, this this form of plague may be new, but the uh, having a plague or a pandemic is not new to the global community. It's not. We've been having it for years. It's just so ever so hundred years we'll get something. And this is what we have right now in 2000. Well, no one foresee to, uh, uh, foresaw that 2020 was going to be this year of 2020 vision. We did not, this, no. this was not in our deck of cards. This was not what we were trying to manifest for the new things that are supposed to be happening in our lives in 2020. But now we're here. We're here and we are trying to figure out how to get out of it. And the only way to do that Truly, if we don't have the answers, is to get the answer through prayer. And that is releasing it to God and really stepping out on faith on what he can do for all of us. And that's where the power is. The power is the faith to believe that he is going to get us out of that and to recognize, communicate with him what is it that we are suffering with? What is it that we need? What is it that we need for him to do? And to just let him be God. That is the power of prayer. Mm. Amen. Girl, you, I am so excited. I, like I said, I am grateful to be a part of the organization, but I'm also grateful to know you, to, to, to be in a space where you are taking a leadership in this activity. I've already suggested that we make it a monthly deal. That is the first Friday 
of every month. It just happens that our first one is on May 1st. It just happens to be a Friday. I'm like, oh, that's great. Remember how there used to be a club somewhere, the jazz club, where people would go and get together the first Friday? Now we're creating a new, tra a new tradition. We get yeah. to take a leadership role in deciding, you know what? What if first Friday is the, the, the national day of prayer? We, we focus on the national power hour of prayer with the National Black NBA Association. So we're inviting everyone to join. Um, if you're a part of the organization, you can go to our websites. Um, we're all going to have it all posted by tonight. Uh, it's going out to our members tonight or tomorrow. And, and it's an invitation. So we didn't talk about the times. Did you say the times? Let's go ahead and put it out there to the universe. This Friday, May 1st. Um, so it's coast to coast. So we'll break it down East Coast. It will take place at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Midwest. That will be 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. And of course, West Coast, that will be 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So I know that's early, but it will be, allow you to begin your day. We're talking about different ways. Of, there's nothing like beginning your day with the power of prayer. You know, you're right. So it's funny when I was talking about Debrina Jackson Gandy, who I'm a huge, I'm going to start a Debrina Jackson Gandy fan club, basically, um, because I'm actually participating in something that she calls Juicy Woman University. And so I connect with them on a regular basis. We have a session this Tuesday. She does these various sessions along the way. But what she talked about in this session, which was focused on a, a, a reconnect, it was about the power of prayer and meditation. Dr. Tart, um, I need you to to, to, to be my amen corner on this one. So, uh, Nate, uh, zoom in if you can. Prayer, you know, you know, I got a lot of skills and a lot of traits and, and calm is not one, and not a, a descriptor that people typically associate with me. Would you guys agree? <laughs> yes, that sometimes. But that's just because you're just energetic. But, but, but what I can say to you, when I pray and meditate, when I spend time in silence, Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness, it changes. Mm -hmm. It changes me in such a way that, I mean, you, you, you're centered, you're focused. When you don't just pray, but you pray and meditate, then you're actually able to hear because prayer is the communication, right? We talk about ask, the supplication, right? You, 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 there, there's a petition, mm -hmm. but meditation is when you pause and listen. Yes. Spending time in silence. You guys can see I'm here by my garden. This is like my favorite place to be. And so when I meditate, guess where I am? If I'm either looking outside, looking at God's glory, the blooming flowers. Yes, I'm about to do this. The blooming flowers. Maybe not. Okay, it's a little tight. So I won't do it now, but I'm in the show showing you guys my beautiful garden. <laughs> Meditation is about just taking time. We're, this is paid time. And I was just about to be silent and show you my garden. Okay. So you can still look. So just look to my look over my shoulder over here, right? Mm -hmm. And enjoy the blooms that are happening, the colors, the beautiful colors. Prayer meditation is really about praying, but then pausing, mm. doing nothing. And I love what the what Debrina said um, during our session. She actually talked about praying, and she called it a sacred time. Like I, I used to pray in the shower and that was my prayer time. Lord, me and Jesus. I used to call it a prayer baptism. <laughs> you know, the water's running over you. It's a prayer baptism. Shower baptism is what I would call it. Right. And she's like, that's great. Don't stop praying in the shower. Don't stop praying in the car. Don't stop. Don't stop praying in those other places. But but what she what I learned as a follow up to my finding my divine connection is to pray in a sacred place in a sacred time mm -hmm. and just pray. Mm -hmm. And then 
just meditate. Are you are you with me? So praying yeah. and meditating, praying is one half of the equation. That's putting it out there. But unless you pause, if you already got your own plan, you just said, saying, God, do what I want you to do. Give me that job and give me that thing and give me that whatever it is. That's not really prayer. Mm-hmm. Right. Prayer and meditation is pausing, putting it out there and then coming back. You don't have to come to this book. And I'm going to ask you ladies what you think about this. You got me so excited, Amelia. I flip to this page. God also gives me the right stuff to read. I don't worry about this show. I don't worry about anything I do because he's, he's just going to work it out. February 10th in the book called Jesus Calling. Mm-hmm. Again, I always highlight the pages that, that, that tell you how to do it, not what to do, but how to do. So how do we pray and have faith? He says, trust me enough. Yes. Let me repeat that. Okay. Trust me enough to spend ample time with me, mm-hmm. pushing back the demands of the day. Mm-hmm. You will find that you can accomplish more in less time after You've given yourself to me in rich communion. Mm-hmm. Don't fall into the trap of being constantly on the go. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will cancel you with my eye upon you. Mm-hmm. You hear the beginning, trust me enough to spend ample time with me. So we just talked about, you know, we need a daily practice of prayer and meditation. I love the fact that Amelia Jackson president of the Chicago chapter of the National Black MBA Association decided to take the leadership to organize an event called the Power Hour of Prayer. Not just an hour of prayer. We're talking about a power hour of prayer. We're going to hit it hard. We're going to bring a message that is going to be extremely powerful. And we just said, trust me enough to spend ample time with me pushing back the demands of the day. Right? I cannot believe it's almost four o'clock. Nathan just gave me a message and said two minutes. <laughs> Nathan, why are you doing me like that? Nathan, oh my God. Ladies, is this the best hour of your life? Oh my God, I'm going to give you guys the last two minutes. So any final words? Imagine someone is out there. We've had a, we've, we've said a lot today. I t- was taking notes the whole time. But um, what I love, you started the conversation out. Uh, Amelia, you said faith. You have the faith to push past. And Dr. Tart, you talked about choosing joy. So we're going to start with you, Amelia. You got 40 seconds. And then Dr. Tart, I'm going to have you end with this concept of choosing joy. And then we're going to end with how we always end. It's talking about how it's bigger than me, baby. Amelia, give it to us. Faith to push past. What words can you get? One minute. So we got 15 seconds, Amelia. Kill it. Don't lose hope. Mm. Don't lose hope. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Don't lose hope. That's your faith. Stay right there and constantly believe. And then faith without works is dead. So you just Mm. have this thought. You have to do some things. You have to be active. I love it. I love it. I love it. I got to give it to Dr. Jerry. I got to give it. He's going to cut us off. Dr. Jerry, give it to us. What you got? 10 seconds. I'm just going to sum it up by saying God has already given us that pattern and the, the meditation and prayer. Think about what you're thinking about and recognize that he is He is the all in all. There are those who are out there doing what they do. Let's pray that they will do what they do so that God, they can hear what God is showing, sharing for them to do. So that we can end this virus. I love it. It's bigger than me, baby. Bigger than me, baby. (laughs) 